Hello, this is Marcos Patchett, the Nocturnal Herbalist, and in today's video, I'm going to be talking about the Renaissance astrology of COVID-19. That is to say, I'm going to be using astrological techniques from the Renaissance used by medieval astrologers such as Guido Bonatti, uh, Renaissance or sort of pre-modern astrologers such as William Lilly from the UK to analyze the current pandemic. Now, this is a follow-up from a video I did last year uh, called The Medieval Astrology of COVID-19, which is linked somewhere up here, and um, in which I made a few predictions. So I'm going to run through some of those major predictions now just to see how I did. So in that video, in the uh, Medieval Astrology of Coronavirus video, uh, I mainly used the solar eclipse from 2019 in Wuhan that preceded the global spread of COVID as the main predictive chart for the pandemic. And I made a few sort of predictions that at the time I released the video in spring were already well underway, were kind of like autopsy or, you know, looking back on something. So very hindsighty. So those would be like the, the pandemic will mess up hospitals and travel, um, will uh, mainly affect the elderly, make foreign travel difficult, overwhelm hospitals and cause medical confusion and miscommunication. Well, so far, so obvious. But the other predictions that I made were that the virus will mutate into multiple forms and will become weaker over time, but that the um, global maximum disruption caused by the pandemic will not occur until April to August 2022, and that the the pandemic will continue, or at the very least, the disruption that it causes will continue until November to December 2023. So obviously those predictions are still very much in play. Um, we haven't yet reached global maximum crazy, uh, sad to say, at least according to the medieval astrology that I did in that video. So, um, but... I think it's interesting that it said the virus would mutate and become weaker over time. It seems to be becoming stronger, but as I said, that the peak effect will not be until next year. So we'll see. That's, it's a bit too early to tell. The other prediction that I made in that video that I'd like to reiterate is um, sort of focusing on that sort of spring, summer, next year, 2022 period that... Um, sort of around the, the Saturn station period, which is around the 5th of June 2022, um, there's likely to be sort of resurgence of disease in, in, in China and, and perhaps internationally, uh, more panic, more lockdowns, punitive actions by governments and more resistance from people to what the powers that be are doing. Now, I got some criticism or some feedback from some people uh, for that first video saying, why didn't you talk more about some, you know, this is a, a global plot by governments or, or, or whatever, some of the conspiracy stuff. Personally, my, my, my actual reason for that is I don't really want to get into that because I have my own biases and opinions. I really just want to try to read the astrology and go with what the astrology is telling me. And what I got from the astrology was that that is the length of time this is likely to last. That is when it's going to be peak difficulty. But what I did say is that government quarantine and restrictions will help to overcome the disease. There will be some help from medicine, but it'll be a mixed blessing and it ultimately won't be totally useful. And that the pandemic will ultimately cause a fall from grace of corrupt powers. All this is in the previous video. Uh, but there will be a temporary increase in government oppression and control. They'll ultimately result in the purging of corruption from the ranks of government. So I'm also, oh, barking dog, interesting. I'm also going to be linking to I'll also link to an article I wrote for an astrological magazine where I talk about these predictions in greater detail for anyone who really wants to geek out on the astrology. And I'll put that link in the description box below. So those were some of the world predictions I made in the previous video. Um, I also used a horary chart, which is a personal question chart, uh, to sort of ask about the, the, the um, pandemic. And some of the predictions I made on that were that 
it was an early stage of the, the disease globally. There'd be more than one variant and more than one bout of the disease. Again, you could probably predict that just for it, from it being a virus and viruses tending to mutate and whatever. I also um, retrospectively predicted that COVID would hit the UK and possibly affect me around early March, which was true, but that, that had already happened at the time of the video, and that maybe I'd get sick in April to May of 2020, or that peak numbers in the UK would happen around that time, and or in February 2023. Well, I think peak numbers in the UK were slightly earlier than that, actually, and I didn't get sick in, in April to May. I, got I was slightly under the weather, but nothing major. I think looking at my other chart that it's going to be February 2023 because looking at my birth chart and whatever, uh, that looks to be a particularly gnarly year for me. That sort of end of 2022, 2023, particularly the, the end of 2022 and the first half of 2023 looks difficult. So whatever, <laughs> okay, sir, sir, I'll keep you updated. I'll let you know what happens. Anyway, so and then I made some UK predictions for 2020. Um, so this was just for the United Kingdom. And I said in the first quarter of the year from March through July, uh, from the spring equinox to the summer equinox, uh, the people and government would be mostly united in purpose. The people would be worried about loss of money and food. The disease was not nationally so serious at that time, uh, although potentially deadly and not that many people affected relatively. Um, and obviously that was all underway. So we can kind of look at that as a sort of autopsy or hindsight, uh, because by the time I released the video, it was already May. The other predictions I made in the last video were that in July through September 2020, lockdown would be eased, but would be likely to return. Um, that government focus would shift from boosting the, uh, that government focus would shift from supporting or protecting the people to boosting the flagging economy. And that the disease, COVID, may even be slightly stronger um, particularly towards the end of the quarter, sort of towards uh, mid-September, late uh, sort of late August, early September, mid-September, um, towards the autumn, basically, the illness would increase and disruption would increase. And there'd be controversy over foreigners working in the UK. I'm not sure if that last one happened. I think there was. I, I don't read the papers. I don't watch the news. So uh, last summer... I don't know if that was particularly a thing. Um, the rest of it, I think, because I hear about that, that seemed fairly accurate. And then the last quarter of the year from September through to the winter solstice in December, I predicted we'd not yet be in lockdown, although lockdown was likely to come back. That I got wrong because we entered, entered lockdown earlier than I think everyone expected in sort of November. But the other predictions I made were that COVID cases would be increasing and there might be a bit of a hospital beds crisis at that time. There was strong opposition to the government. There'd be increasing debt and housing issues. And again, I think I got this wrong. I read the Mars on the IC of the chart. That's the fourth house, which represents the country and housing and domestic issues and Mars being sort of uh, trouble and opposition opposing the 10th house, which is the government, and squaring Saturn in the second, which is debt. I read that as a housing market crisis. The housing market actually did really well. Um, but what I also said was that there'd be good medicines development and research, but there'd be financial blocks and strong opposition and some technical issues to development of medicine. I think all that was very true. Um, there was financial assistance for the government from important people overseas or financial advice from people overseas. Don't know if that happened or not. Um, and that Labour would attack government over lockdown policies, whether there is or isn't one. I'm not sure they did. I think there was a lot of opposition to the government in general, rather than it being Labour. And I think what I interpreted as the housing crisis was actually just more domestic unrest and sort of stress over loss of income. That Mars on the fourth squaring the Saturn, uh, the significator of debt uh, and financial issues in the second house, but not actually uh, collapse in the housing market. Um, so that was, like, I got it 
pretty right, I would say, about the numbers going up and some issues about hospital beds and particularly in care homes and stuff like that and develop the good development issues, but problems with uh, technical issues and opposition to them and all of that. But um, the stuff about the housing market, that was absolutely wrong and um, not yet in lockdown, though lockdown coming back. That was wrong because I said that that quarter we wouldn't yet be in lockdown. Well, we actually went into lockdown before the end of the quarter. And then December 2002 to March 2021. Remember, I made these predictions in March 2020. I said that in December 2020 to March 2021, we would be back in lockdown, although fewer restrictions than the first time around. Illness, the COVID itself, would be slightly more severe than it was initially. Um, and I think that was about it. So... And that, again, w was true. I think I said a bit more stuff, but that's basically it. So I didn't do too bad. I'd give myself around 75% on those. So in this video, I'm going to be making a whole bunch more predictions and discussing some other stuff. So I'm going to start with the UK predictions for this year ahead. And then I'm going to go for 2021 to 2022. Then I'm going to move on to um, a horary chart, another horary question. Now, horary is just a chart of a question. And in this case, the question was a question I asked in October last year, October 2020. How dangerous is COVID really? Because you've got the stats, which say arguably it isn't that dangerous. And then you've got, um, you know, the hospital beds, some of the hospitals having crises and medical people saying it's really, really dangerous. And, you know, so I was like, I wanted to try and put it in context using astrology. So that's what I tried to do. So but I'm going to start off with the UK predictions for the year ahead, and I'll walk you through all the astrology as I go through them. Okay. So, uh, the first quarter of the year, this will go from the 21st of March through to the summer solstice on approximately the 21st of July. So I'll, I'll just pop the chart up on the screen and I'll highlight the bits as I'm going through so you can see what I'm talking about. So I would say this is a bit more positive this quarter in general. Um, firstly, we have Jupiter on the midheaven. And Jupiter is a very generally positive, fortunate planet. And in this chart, Jupiter is ruling two neutral to good houses. The neutral house would be the seventh house and the good house would be the eleventh house, the house of good fortune. So actually, this is pretty good. So this shows that this quarter in general, there will be more positivity and Jupiter causes freedom and liberation. So I think we'll see lockdown dissolving in this quarter. Not completely, because Jupiter is in a sign ruled by Saturn, which Saturn is the planet that rules restrictions and limitations. And Saturn is really strong in the ninth house of the chart. Now, that to me says, while we will be out of lockdown, there will still be several limitations. And the principal limitations will, of course, be on travel. So travel restrictions will be very much in effect. But nationally, well, there'll be an um, easing of lockdown. So, so far, so unsurprising. Um, so restrictions on travel, talked about that. The um, Venus in Pisces in the 11th house, Venus ruling the 12th and the 5th. Now, this is interesting because Venus is a good planet. It symbolises pleasure and enjoyment. It's in the 11th house of friendships and socialising and also the government's money. Rules the fifth, what part rules the fifth house uh, because Libra is in the fifth house and Venus rules Libra and the fifth house is about enjoyment and pleasure and sort of bars and pubs and picnics and stuff like that. But it also rules the 12th house and the 12th house is the house of self undoing and problems. So I see this as people are going to be socializing more, people are going to be enjoying themselves. This is all going to be really good. It's going to be good for government revenue, but it's also going to cause some problems, which I'll get on to. Uh, similarly, we've got the sun in Aries because it's the solar uh, spring equinox. So, of course, it is uh, ruling the third and fourth um, in in the 11th. So that's the fourth house is the house of um, the, the plot, the chart that represents domestic issues and and uh, 
sort of, I guess, domestic issues, housing. So this would imply to me that the housing market would be quite strong, that people would be earning good money from home. Again, people are going to be socialising because the sun is in the 11th, really strong. Um, so... Uh, so and also the third house is the house of media. So there'll be uh, the media and the people are feeling more positive. Uh, the government income will increase. Wages may go up again. Earnings may go up in general, which is great, obviously. But <laughs> there is a but. Uh, we have Scorpio on the sixth cusp. The house of illness is the sixth house. So the sort of fixed illness still going on. And the rule of the six is Mars in Gemini in the 12th. And that is conjunct a fixed star called Aldebaran. Aldebaran signifies new beginnings. And Mars is also next to the North Node. Uh, North Node is one of the eclipse points and it signifies growth and expansion. So that's not good when you see it with a naughty planet that also rules a naughty house. So in this case, you have an inflammatory febrile illness, which is growing and expanding, and we see a new beginning of that illness. So I think this is new strains of the virus emerging. And because it's in the 12th house, that might be happening in hospitals, and it might be also happening due to people's behavior. Um, and that Mars is also squaring the ascendant ruler, the ascendant is Gemini rising, Mercury in Pisces. So the people of the country are still kind of confused and weak. Um, they're confused about what all the rules are. They're confused by the government guidelines because the government guidelines are probably a bit rubbish because they've got Mercury in Pisces in the 10th. That means the people are really confused and a bit weak and don't know what they're doing. And Mars, the illness, is afflicting them. However, Mars applies first to a trine of Saturn. Saturn rules the 10th, 9th, uh, and 8th houses. The 10th house is the house of government, the 9th house is the house of travel, and the 8th house is the house of death. But Saturn is strong in the 9th house of higher education and travel. I think this means that government advice in this case, and particularly travel bans, will actually stop more people getting sick. I know this is like some of my audience are going to be like, what? You can't say that. But I think that's what the astrology suggests to me. Um, however, I also think Mars is one of the general significators of surgery and vaccination. And I do wonder, even though we have Jupiter in the 10th house, which is generally positive developments from medicine. In this case, I would see that medicine because the 10th is ruled by Saturn as being more to do with uh, social distancing and uh, not going out and sort of knowledge and learning about the way the virus operates epidemiologically and, and sort of behavioral discipline or restriction helping people much more than uh, the injection would. Uh, because potentially, if you look at Mars as being the natural ruler of injections in the 12th house, that's not really good. It suggests we might see a growth of vaccination reactions or unfavorable reactions to vaccinations. Um, they may not be reported all that much because the 12th house is a sort of hidden place, but it's the same sign as the ascendant. So people will be aware of an increasing number of vaccination reactions occurring, I think. This is not to say definitively that the vaccine is going to be bad or whatever, but that's, I think that's what the chart is implying to me. Um, so, yeah, so there will be, because of the Jupiter in the 10th house, which also represents medicine, there will be some promising developments in vaccine uh, or, or medicine research, I should say, but they may be mainly overseas and related to government advisors because of the Saturn being really strong in the 9th house of higher education and foreigners. Um, and I also wonder whether Mars in Gemini, in the 12th Gemini, is a human sociable sign. Um, there's going to be loads of rumours about infection. Well, like there hasn't been so far. Also, people, because they're, people may be spreading the infection more, Mars partly rules the 11th house, the sociable house. And this also, I think, connects to Venus having that mostly positive but slightly ambiguous role as Venus 
in the 11th, really strong, really good, but also ruling the 12th house of self-undoing, I think there'll be increased transmission because of increased socialising. So that, that's going to happen. Um, but as I say, the travel restrictions and social distancing will actually prevent the numbers from going up too much. Um, and also I think because it's summer, and also this is a more positive chart in general, so it won't be too drastic, I don't think. Um, there may also be some legal or higher education uh, sort of rulings in support of the vaccination program. And I say this because Saturn in the ninth, which is the house of, as I say, higher education, um, overseas, but also the house of law. And Saturn rules things that are written into law that are sort of limited, limited and given sort of form is trining Mars. It's helping Mars out. Um, so while Saturn is preventing Mercury, the people, from squaring Mars, because what happens, the, the order of events is really important in astrology. Mercury represents the people. It's applying to a square, a difficult aspect of Mars. But before it gets there, Mars trines Saturn. That is called in traditional astrology an abscission. It means the, the heavier planet, in this case Saturn, aspects Mars has a conversation with Mars before the lighter planet does, and it cuts off the lighter planet uh, from, from the aspect. It's sort of like Saturn hoovers up Mars before Mercury gets to it. And that, in this case, is a good thing because Mars is the ruler of the sixth house of illness and is also the most difficult planet in the chart because it's one of the naughty planets. Mars and Saturn are the naughty planets. And in daytime charts, Mars is the worst one. So. Saturn here is preventing Mars from really massively afflicting Mercury, which is why I say that the travel restrictions, social distancing, possibly medical guidelines and stuff will reduce people's affliction by um, Mars. Uh, but it also implies the trine from Saturn to Mars also implies some support for the vaccination program if I'm reading Mars correctly, because also Gemini rules the arms. So Mars being the general ruler of surgery and injections and stuff, I'm kind of thinking, is this sort of linking it in? Um, it's slightly tendentious, but we'll see what happens. So that's the first quarter of the year. Overall, not that bad. Easing up of restrictions, maybe tendency for the numbers to go up a little bit, but not too badly because it's preventing. People are weak and confused. Um, there's still travel restrictions. Um, but generally people are socialising more and earning more and it's a bit more upbeat. So not bad. Okay, the second quarter of the year, let me get the chart up. Okay, chart should be on the screen. The second quarter of the year, the uh, summer solstice, the Cancer ingress. This chart is very, very similar, very similar situation. How do, why do I say that? Because we have pretty much the same degree of the same sign rising. We have 25 degrees of Gemini rising, and I think the previous chart had, was it the same degree? Yeah, exactly the same degree rising, which is crazy. So you've got, uh, it's extremely unlikely. So you have 20, the same degree, because uh, there's 360 degrees, so there's one in 360 chance of that happening. And that's probably statistically slightly off because of various astronomical reasons, but it's not very likely, statistically speaking. So what that means is that the basic situation is the same. We're still not in lockdown. It's still pretty positive. You've got Jupiter even stronger in the 10th house uh, because Jupiter is in its own sign of Pisces here. But Jupiter is stationing retrograde. What that means, stationing, it's standing still, so things are still good, but it's about to go backwards. And we have here Saturn in the ninth house, the significator of lockdown, also retrograde again, going backwards. So I think we have that the good stuff, the freedom, is pretty good for this quarter, but it's a about to sort of come undone a little bit and the, the restrictions are going to come back a bit. So it may also mean Saturn retrograde in the ninth, that in this summer quarter, so July, August uh, to mid-September, some of the travel restrictions may be temporarily eased because Saturn retrograde, if you think of Saturn as the barrier, when a planet is retrograde, it's sort of malfunctioning or leaky. Um, to give you a very graphic example of that, in the medical context, whenever Saturn is retrograde in people's 
charts i see sometimes people getting diarrhea and stuff a lot say saturn retrograde in in the eighth house or, or whatever i don't want to get too specific but saturn rules boundaries and retention and blockages so whenever it's going the wrong way from our perspective here on earth just using the symbolic language of astrology uh the sort of the the, the valves are leaky the borders are leaky so uh it, it eases up travel restrictions temporarily a little bit for that period um, so that's for the summer, um, I think. Uh, so the government uh, restrictions on travel and higher education delivery will be made a bit easier, but the restrictions and limitations with both travel and higher education are likely to be reimposed. Um, so I'm looking at the... I might, okay, here we are. We've also got in this chart... The other, the other really positive thing in this chart is that we have Venus in Cancer, in another water sign, in the second house of money, and Jupiter in Pisces, in the tenth house of government. They have what's called a strong generosity. Venus in Cancer is in Jupiter's sign of exaltation, and Jupiter in Pisces is in Venus's sign of exaltation. Uh, that means that I would interpret that. Also, Jupiter rules the 11th house of, of wages and earnings and payment. Uh, so I interpret that as people's money and finances are being really helped, getting a good boost, presumably by the not being in lockdown as much situation. Um, and that there's, again, this sort of general feeling of optimism, people earning more money, um, so that's good. And particularly revenue, I think, from watery places like pubs <laughs> um, would be would be uh, much helped. And pubs and restaurants and sort of uh, food and drink uh, will, will be very helped by this, which is great. Um, so the hot spot in this chart is that Mars still ruling the sixth house of illness um, now in the third house in Leo applying to oppose Saturn in the ninth. That's a problem. It's not a major, major problem because they're not sitting on the angles of the chart. But what that means is there will be some really tough uh, conversations around education and travel and conflicts, in fact. And that may be played out perhaps through the media because the third house is the house of the media. It'll also be really affected primary education. I think people are really going to be getting angry uh, more so than they are now or have been about primary education in the UK. Um, so lots of what I've written down here is lots of controversy about the government um, repeal or going back on promises associated with education, uh, the delivery of higher education uh, and, and also primary education. Why do I say that? Because Saturn uh, rep rules the 10th house of government, therefore represents the government, is in the 9th house of higher education and travel and is going backwards. And that Mars, representing anger, is approaching Saturn. Mars is this explosive planet. Saturn is this repressive planet. Putting Saturn and Mars in a difficult conversation with each other is kind of like putting a lid on a hand grenade with the, like putting a, like putting a, a hand grenade with the pin pulled inside a lead box. It's, it's going to cause a sort of contained explosion and there will be shrapnel. Um, so that, but it's, it's not affecting everything. It's particularly because it's going to, it's in these two uh, so-called cadent houses, the third and the ninth. So it's mainly going to focus on issues of travel and education. Um, so I think uh, controversy or anger, particularly in the media about government repeal or going back on promises associated with education, maybe also travel. Angry responses in the media against government plans to reintroduce restrictions in educational travel or conversely delays in lifting them. Um, higher education, particularly in the northeast of the country, um, schools and or public transport may be blamed. So higher education, sorry, beg, beg pardon, higher infection numbers. So I'm looking here at Mars as the ruler of the sixth house of illness. In Leo is a sign, is an easterly sign, also 
traditionally represented the northeast direction, sort of east, east, north, and the part of the chart it's in, near the, in the third house, is a sort of north, northeast direction. So what that suggests to me is there'll be higher infection numbers in the northeast of the country, and that because Mars is in the third house, perhaps schools or problems with public transport might be blamed, I don't, I don't know. Um, we've also got Mercury, the ascendant ruler, representing the people, um, here much stronger in Gemini. So the people are feeling a bit stronger than they were back in um, the first sort of spring quarter of the year, but Mercury's going retrograde. Mercury's conjunct the North Node, this eclipse point. Um, so that means people are feeling better. Population is stronger. There'll be a lot more socializing, but being in the 12th house of self-undoing and going backwards, they're still a bit confused, still feel partly imprisoned because the 12th house is a sort of place of imprisonment, um, and less going out and that kind of thing. And the other sticky thing in this chart is that the moon is in Scorpio. The moon is the other significator of public mood. And uh, people are really pissed off when the moon is in Scorpio and it's on the sixth cusp. So what are they pissed off about? They're pissed off about illness. Um, and it's applying to this square of Mars. So this is talking about this dispute about um, travel and education, I think. Um, However, the good thing here, I beg pardon, the moon is separating from Mars and applying to Saturn. So that's not good. <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of bringing that conflict to the government and to travel and to higher education and about sort of uh, maybe the numbers not adding up because Saturn rules the eighth house of death. So saying maybe there aren't enough deaths to justify these things or that, that sort of thing. So the quarter would probably begin with falling COVID numbers and stress over schools and money. Um, but, and they'll be sort of, but end, may end with a return of some travel restrictions as the moon goes towards that square with Saturn retrograde and more uh, may end the end of the quarter, sort of in September, we may see a return of some travel restrictions, a return of some higher education closures or restrictions and problems with delivery of care services because the sixth house is also the house of healthcare. The 12th house is hospitals, the sixth house is the sort of mundane healthcare workers, and the moon there could be like nurses and stuff getting really pissed off and also affected but by illness more perhaps. So there'd be a lot of anxiety because the moon is also public mood over, and the moon is not happy in Scorpio, it's in its full. So there'll be much anxiety over services and sickness, um, even though because Mars ruling the sixth, is in a cadent house, which would imply that the actual infection numbers through this summer quarter are falling, there'd still be a lot of strife, particularly in those areas. Although the quarter as a whole still continues that relatively positive theme from the sort of spring to summer equinox part of 2021. So the next bit of 2021, the predictions for this year for the UK, is the autumn solstice, the Libra solstice, which would be around the 21st of September. And that goes through, this This quarter is from the 21st of September to around the 20th, 21st of December 2021 for the UK. The situation here is very different because the chart has Taurus rising. So moved out of that 25 degree Gemini, spring, summer, very similar situation, very different situation in this quarter. And the first thing I notice immediately is we have Pluto, the planet Pluto on the midheaven. Now Pluto, I can't say Pluto is Renaissance astrology or medieval astrology because Pluto was not known to the medievals, but modern astrologers accord Pluto the significance of sort of um, paranoia, control, um, it's kind of an intense, controlling, paranoid planet. And with that planet on the midheaven in the middle of the sky, which represents where the government is, it's kind of indicative of excessive control by government. And Saturn, which is again ruling the 10th cusp, representing the government, is retrograde. Um, meaning going backwards from our point of view on the Earth, it appears to be moving backwards in the sky. 
um, on the cusp of the 11th house, which is the house of earnings or money. I think that indicates that we're in this quarter, we may not be in lockdown, but if not, we're certainly heading back towards. Lots of restrictions are coming back. The government's getting pretty controlling. What's very interesting about this is that we have Uranus, another modern non-Renaissance planet on the ascendant. So modern astrologers would see that as being the people becoming very rebellious, very restless, very, you know, just I'm not going to do what you tell me. Um, and from a Renaissance astrology or medieval astrology point of view, you'd look at the ascendant ruler, the ruler of the ascendant in this case being Venus. What is Venus doing? Venus is in Scorpio, the opposite sign uh, opposing the ascendant. So that means a similar thing. It means the people kind of in opposition to themselves and Venus is in a square, an overcoming square to Saturn. So the people are not happy, they're not happy with the government and they're opposing themselves. And this this is what opposing themselves can mean acting against their own best interests. And it's interesting that it's Venus in Scorpio. Venus is a, site, a planet that symbolizes pleasure and enjoyment. And Scorpio uh, is ruled by Mars, the planet of war. So here Venus is unhappy because she's kind of being asked not to enjoy herself anymore. That's one potential uh, interpretation of this placement. I mean, it, it means different things in different contexts. But in this context, I would think of something along those lines. Also, this is reiterated by the position of the moon, which represents public mood, being in the 12th house. That's the house of self-undoing, the house of secret enemies, the house of problems, essentially. It also represents hospitals. And the moon in the 12th uh, is also in an unfriendly relationship with Saturn, um, the ruler of the 10th house of government. Um, because the moon is in Aries, which is the sign of Saturn's fall, so the moon really doesn't like Saturn very much. What's also interesting is that the moon in Aries doesn't like Venus because uh, Aries is Venus's detriment, sign of her detriment, their other sign of her detriment because she's also in detriment in Scorpio. And Venus doesn't like the moon because Venus is in Scorpio, the sign of the moon's fall. I take all this to mean that the people are very unhappy with the government and kind of playing up and not doing what they're told anymore. And that there's a lot of divided opinion in the public between those who are just like, don't tell me what to do, I'm going to go out and party and go to the pub anyway, and those who are like, don't be stupid, we've all got to stay in and, 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 and look after ourselves. But nobody in this instance is happy with the government. So it, there, there are some who are just wanting to hang out in the 12th house, which means in prison, stay in prison and stay locked down. And there are those who are wanting to go out and say, sod you to the government, I want to do what I want. And neither of those sort of sets of the public are both of them are really unhappy with each other, obviously, and both of them are unhappy with the government. So this is a much more challenging quarter, I'd say, than the previous two, this sort of autumn quarter. So uh, I've said public rebelling, sick of lockdown, divided opinion, all unhappy. Um, there is also a sort of feeling of hidden agenda with sickness. That is because the uh, this sort of Mars... Um, in the sixth house, combust. So combust is a planet close to the sun uh, and Mars rules the seventh and twelfth houses. The twelfth house, it's, I mean, it's one of the rulers of the twelfth house because Aries, the sign Aries, is in the twelfth. So Mars rules Aries. So anyway, to cut out all the astrologies, basically what that means, I think, is that there is um, more inflammatory sickness going on. The numbers are probably going up because we've got Mars in the sixth house of illness. Um, and also that there's this feeling that there's, there's, there's things being hidden. I mean, there's always been that feeling, but that's going to be intensified um, in, this, in this part of the year. Uh, and I think particularly with Pluto on the midheaven, from a modern astrology point of view, that really emphasises that feeling of um, secret agendas being played out or something. Um, in terms of the COVID itself, we look at the ruler of the six, Mercury, which is in the sixth house, conjunct this very fortunate star speaker um, at 24 degrees Libra, 23, 24 Libra. So, and it's also conjunct this 
little part that looks like an X, which is the part of fortune, which is not actually a point that you can see in the sky. It's a mathematically composite point derived from the sun, the moon and the ascendant, the, the eastern horizon at the time of the chart. And it's taken to symbolize bodily health. So what's really interesting is that the illness may not be too severe during this quarter because the sixth house ruler is conjunct a more fortunate star, and there may be some more technological developments and greater understanding of how the disease works, um, and sort of you know innovations in approach to the understanding of the disease, perhaps through statistics, perhaps through um, I don't know, just Mercury rules um, study and communications and technology. So it's kind of, I think there are some advances there. The moon, which rules the people, uh, public opinion and, and sort of public health, is coming to oppose Mercury. So that, again, that's another indication that the numbers may be going up uh, at this time. So... Uh, I've talked about Mars and the Sun in the six, more inflammatory problems. Um, more children may be affected, possibly, because the Sun rules the fifth house, which is the house of children. So I wondered about that. And there may also be some issues, public health issues, perhaps related to COVID, of sort of heart and kidney inflammation. I don't know how, why that should be, but just because the Sun is the heart, um, Libra is the kidneys, um, and just having the sun with Mars, this inflammatory planet in that sign in the sixth house of illness, maybe, I don't know, that's just me um, spitballing, I guess. And then, so the, the moon is also applying to a sextile, a friendly aspect of Jupiter in the 10th house. In this case, though, that's not as good as it looks because it's a friendly aspect to Jupiter, which is a helpful planet. It's not as helpful as it looks because Jupiter in this chart rules the 8th house of, of death and, and problems and the 12th house of hospitals and self-undoing and that kind of thing. I think that can mean on the positive side, because Jupiter's in the 11th house, which is a helpful place, that there will be um, people, that the numbers in hospital, people coming into hospital may be going up, but they will generally be helped. However, it also means that the, the number of deaths in care homes and in hospital will also be increasing, I think, um, even though th there is going to be help available, available to people. And as I say, there will be some, I think, promising technological developments in this, in this part of the year. So it's not terrible, but I think there's more civil disobedience, people being more sick of it. The government's going to be trying to impose stricter rules. And I think for different reasons, people aren't going to be having any of it. And public opinion is going to be very divided. It already has been. It already is at the time of me filming this in, in February. In, well, we're early March now, 2021. But um, it's going to be even more so, I think, uh, more polarizing at this time. So then the last bit of 2021 and the last chart for the UK I'm going to talk about is the Capricorn ingress. And this will cover from the sort of just the end of December 2021 up through January, February and the first part of March 2022. Uh, so this would be the uh, winter solstice chart. Um, and this one is really not too bad at all. It's it's got Jupiter on the midheaven which and the sun has literally just set so it's still daytime Jupiter is very positive in daytime charts again Jupiter is in uh, Aquarius so it's ruled by Saturn which again is ruling the 10th that implies that we're, we're probably not in lockdown uh, in this at this time which would be great but again, it's it's we've not got complete freedom. And also Jupiter is in the last degrees of uh, Aquarius, where I believe it's in the terms of Mars. So that means it's although there's freedom, there's a bit more there's a f bit more feeling of tumult here. So um, what have I got to say about this? So Jupiter conjunct the midheaven. We're not in lockdown. So I think for next sort of Christmas and New Year, we will hopefully, with a little bit of luck, not be in lockdown in the UK. Um, there, uh, the, the sun on the descendant, the sun having just set, ruling the third house of media and transport and the fourth house of domestic affairs. Um, 
I think that it, I don't I don't didn't know how to interpret that to be quite honest. It's if the sun often rules bosses or important people, um, so it could be like authorities or bosses in the media or in uh, to do with domestic affairs or housing somehow in opposition to the public like public opinion being being against these people or something i don't i don't really know how how to interpret that um maybe rich or important people moving overseas because the seventh house is is to do with overseas so sort of like media moguls and uh people who own property in the uk moving away um the other thing, however, the really positive thing is that the moon in this chart, which also happens to rule the ascendant because it's Cancer rising, is very strong in, in, in Cancer, in her own sign. So the public health and the public feeling, people are generally a bit happier. Now, the moon, again, is in the last degrees of um, Cancer, which is the terms of Saturn. Saturn has some power over those degrees. So it's not happy, happy, joy, joy completely, but people are, there's still some restrictions. People are still feeling a bit locked down, a bit oppressed, but generally a lot happier than they were certainly in the previous quarter. And I would suggest if we're not in lockdown, if we have a, a normal Christmas, that would probably be a lot to do with it. So, so that's, that's promising. Um, so the moon is separating from an opposition of Venus in the eighth house, Venus ruling the twelfth and fifth houses. So maybe there's been some recent sort of deaths or issues uh, in care homes because around the twelfth house rules uh, hospitals and care homes and places like that. Uh, the eighth house is um, to do with death and and well other things, other people's money. But there may have been. Uh, there may be public discussions around pay for nurses, for example. There may have been recent deaths in, in care homes or something like that. Um, really specific because Venus and the moon can both rule women. Uh, could have been uh, concerns over women or women and children, childcare and resources because the Venus also rules the fifth house, which is the house of children. So um, I don't know what will happen there, but um, what I did want to point out is the cusp of the 12th house in this chart. I'm using Reggio Montanus houses uh, for any astrologers out there. Uh, the cusp of the 12th house is very close to the fixed star Algol, which is problematic. Again, I think that implies that there are problems in hospitals. Uh, Algol is a star that means losing one's head, going crazy or, or problems arising, basically. So maybe concerns over welfare, charity, um, uh, I, I don't know what, what, what these things mean. I can just tell you what the astrology is saying. Um, so in terms of specific predictions, I, I mentioned a few about possibly uh, concerns over pregnant women, women and children, childcare and resources. Um, what else can I say specifically? Um, yeah, I do think there's something about the, the, the sixth house again here is ruled by Mars. Mars is in the sixth conjunct the part of fortune and the south node, this eclipse point that removes things, that might mean that while the disease numbers aren't so crazy high, that there is still this serious problem ongoing. So COVID is still ongoing. There's still an inflammatory disease afflicting people and causing bodily harm. Um, and I do wonder, because Jupiter has some partial rulership over the sixth house and is in Mars's term, I think even though we're not in lockdown, the numbers are likely to be creeping up a little bit during this quarter. Um, it's probably just because of the opposition or the, or the public uh, mood being very rebellious in the previous quarter that the government maybe has seen fit to induce sort of like leave things not fully locked down in this quarter that would be my suspicion at this point um what else to say uh um so yeah the other point here was that mars in sagittarius mars was in sagittarius uh at the time when covid spread globally at the beginning of 2020 
So here at the end of 2021, Mars is coming back to that same place. It's with the south node though this time, which is a, which is a place that removes or shrinks things. So COVID is still spreading, but maybe not as quickly. Um, so I think, as I say, this, this chart does suggest that numbers are going up, but maybe not as drastically as would be and as has been projected or would be feared by people, I think. Um, so perhaps a decrease in disease of intensity, um, but still it's still going on. That's I, it's the sort of mixed signals there, really. Um, Saturn in the ninth still really strong that's very clear that's travel restrictions are still fully in place uh we know no, very very limited travel long distance travel um and the moon here was interesting because the moon as said quite strong symbolizing the people in the second house the people's money is a bit healthier presumably because if we're not in full lockdown that helps people uh, in terms of their income and money um the moon is in a lunar mansion, which is a, a sort of secondary division of the sky. Uh, a lunar mansion indicating power, success, cure of infirmities and increasing strength. So that would back up that stuff about the disease, maybe, even though it's still ongoing, getting a bit weaker. Um, and uh, perhaps we're, we're, we're finding more suitable remedies for it. Um, but the moon does then go on into... Leo, where it will make an, the next aspect it makes is a trine to Mars, and then Mars goes on to sextile Saturn. So the, the disease numbers may be shrinking or not growing as fast as projected, but there are still some severe inf infections and it's still going to have some negative effects on people's income, even though in this quarter people are feeling a bit more financially secure. So it might sound a bit mealy-mouthed, but that's literally, it is not as clear-cut bad or clear-cut good as some of the previous charts, if that makes sense. Right, so that's my UK um, prediction stuff for the year ahead. I am going to just do uh, the little horary chart that I asked. I'm just going to talk about this horary question that I asked in October 2020, which, uh, and the question that I asked was, how dangerous is COVID really? And uh, the hour was the hour of Venus. And one, I checked whether the chart was radical or could be interpreted. Um, and the ascendant ruler, Jupiter, was in an Earth sign and Venus was in an Earth sign. And according to Bernati's rules, that means the chart is radical. You can go ahead and interpret it. First thing I noticed was that we have two problematic stars on the angles. We have Antares, the heart of the scorpion at 10 degrees Sagittarius rising. That often indicates um, strong fevers, destructive illnesses, you know, so that makes sense. And we have the star Vindemiatrix, or the Widowmaker, on the Midheaven. And the Midheaven is this, the place associated with government and medicine. And Vindemiatrix often means somebody's overextending themselves or going further than they actually can and it ends in tears sort of thing. So, so that's interesting. Um, we've also got the south node, this sort of diminishing, shrinking, draining point in the rising sign, symbolizing the people conjunct the part of fortune, which symbolizes physical health. Uh, so that's a, a real symbol of people being weakened by this sort of presumably inflammatory illness. Um, and what else to say? So, okay just got to gather my thoughts because my notes are a bit all over the place here. I think, uh, all right, so I talked about Vindemiatrix being on the midheaven and ah, the next thing that I noticed was that I always look out for this in charts. When you have two places in the chart ruled by the same planet, it, it thematically ties those two things together. So in this case, you have the sixth house of disease and the 10th house of government and the fifth house of children, incidentally, but I don't think that's so relevant in this case. The, the sixth and the 10th both rule by the same planet. Now, in terms of medicine, that is always significant because it always means medicine that causes side effects or medicine that in some way aggravates the disease. 
Uh, so <clears throat> that's interesting. We'll get into what that might mean in a minute. The second thing is I looked at how strong the people are. Well, the people are represented. We've already got the south node in the ascendant, which is a, a negative sign. It's just people are weak. Um, the ascendant ruler is Jupiter in Capricorn. That's Jupiter is very weak in Capricorn. It's in its fall. So the people are not healthy. They're not feeling great. And the other uh, symbol, symbol of people and physical health is the moon. The moon is in Scorpio, having just left her full degree. She's almost maximally weak in Scorpio. And the moon also represents public mood in Scorpio. The people are upset and troubled and in turmoil and whatever. But that's two indications that the people, the health of the people is bad. What's really interesting is, pertinent to the question, how, in, how dangerous is COVID really? The disease is represented by the ruler of the sixth house, which in this case is Venus. Venus is naturally a benefic. She tries to do good. But in this case, because she's ruling the sixth house, she's going to produce illness. Venus isn't very strong at all. Venus is in Virgo, which is sign of her fall. Now, it's a daytime chart, so she's also in the sign of her triplicity, which uh, means she has some power, but it's pretty weak. The issue is that how, even though Venus, the disease, COVID itself, at this point in time looks pretty weak, the people are even weaker. We've got Jupiter in Capricorn in the second house in its fall, and Venus is making a friendly applying aspect to Jupiter. And it's a classic example of one of those situations where it doesn't matter how friendly the aspect is, you don't want that aspect because Venus is ruling the sixth house of disease. And that means that, remember I asked this question in October 2020, it means numbers are about to go up, more, more people are going to get ill. And Venus is in what's called an overcoming trine here. So Venus is in a literally superior position and even though she is weak, she's still stronger than Jupiter. This is a clear indication that the disease, while in and of itself not that harsh, is causing, is, is the numbers of people affected are going to go up and it's going to cause serious problems to some people because the people are in poor health. Why are they in poor health? Jupiter in this chart is in its fall in the second house. The second house relates to diet. It relates to also to money. Um, Jupiter is a natural significator of wealth, but also a natural significator of fats and anabolic foods. It's in Saturn's sign, and in fact, Saturn is in the same sign. Um, Saturn rules the bones. So I'm thinking this is to do with uh, not having money, poverty being a risk factor, and particularly diet. And in specific, we may be talking about deficiencies of essential fats and also deficiencies of factors which are necessary to build bone. So there's a lot being talked about vitamin D. This information was just coming to light at this time. So I wonder if we're looking at essential fatty acid deficiency, general dietary deficiencies, eating all the wrong kinds of fats that are inflammatory, um, and poverty also being, being, being a potential risk factor. And because Venus in Virgo is often, Virgo is sort of the sort of lower left hypochondriac region, which is to, hypochondriac in this case doesn't mean somebody who's neurotic about disease. It means just below the ribs. So that region is symbolized by Virgo. Venus in Virgo in medical astrology in modern terms is often taken to symbolize the pancreas. So if I was to look at this chart as the chart of a person, I would see the potential for metabolic disease, for diabetes, and for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Why? Because Jupiter rules the liver. Jupiter is in detriment in an earth sign, so it's weak. Um, it's applying to Saturn, which rules consolidation and, and solidification and, and uh, sort of blockages. And Venus is ruling the disease, applying to trine. Venus rules sugars and sugars in the blood and here representing the pancreas. So I think we have as, as has been identified, we know that blood pressure, we know that diabetes, we know that cardiovascular and metabolic issues are a problem. This chart is explicitly saying COVID itself is not that strong. The issue is that people are weak and the reason they are weak is because their, their diets are messed up and their metabolism is messed up. The, the, the wonkier the blood sugar, the fattier the liver, the riskier, the, the more at risk people are. At least that's how I would interpret this. 
The other interesting thing, as I said before, is that the 6th and the 10th house are linked. So that could imply that some of the medicines, some of the treatments that are being advocated, that are being prescribed, could worsen the problem potentially, and that the government may be worsening the problem. How? Venus is in Virgo. Virgo is a loud-voiced sign, and it's opposing Neptune. Now again, Neptune is a modern planet. It was only discovered towards the end of the 19th century, so it's not strictly a Renaissance astrology planet. But Neptune in modern astrology is taken to symbolize deception or unclarity. So the government here is making loud voice pronouncements about the disease without really having a clue what's going on. Um, and some of those pronouncements may in fact be aggravating the spread of it. Um, so far so bleeding obvious I'd say, but um, what, what else to say? The government loud voiced intends well because Venus is a benefic, it tries to do good, um, but while people listen to them with a friendly ear, that's Jupiter, the ruler of the ascendant in trine, a friendly aspect of Venus, will reject them uh, because Venus uh, is in Virgo, which is a sign that Jupiter doesn't like. So the people are going to be like, oh, go away, uh, we're not going to listen to you. Even though they're, they're friendly to what the government are saying, that they're, they're, they're going to reject it a bit. Um, and may even promote, the government may end up promoting COVID through its legal actions, because it's in the ninth house, and the ninth house rules, amongst other things, legal action. COVID itself, as I mentioned, linked to liver and pancreatic dysfunction and may be associated with cardiovascular issues such as high triglycerides, that's fats in the blood, uh, diabetes mellitus, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, etc. And I've explained some of that. The cardiovascular link comes in because Venus rules the fifth house. The fifth house, I said earlier, represents children, not really particularly relevant in this chart, but it also represents the heart as well as the liver. So there's the, the cardiovascular link there, but it's really more this chart, this horary question asking about how dangerous is COVID is really expressing that it's the metabolic disease, specifically liver and blood sugar that are the most, um, that predispose most to problems with, with COVID according to this astrology, this Renaissance astrology that I'm doing here. Um, so the main issue, the people are weak and susceptible, talked about that, maybe dietary deficiencies, lack of trophic nutrients. Um, and also, I think there's that we talked about the moon being very weak and the moon ruling the people. The moon rules the eighth house, which is the house of death or anxiety, or other people's money. Um, I think there's just massively increased social anxiety because of where the, the, the moon being uh, troubled. And on the 11th house, the 11th house is the house of friends and social connections. I think the fact that people cannot sustain social connections and that's causing immense emotional upset and that also may be increasing susceptibility to this disease which in and of itself is not that powerful. Um, so I mean this chart is not, I'm, I mean bear in mind I'm just reading astrology here, the chart does have Antares rising which indicates a serious febrile condition but I think so far what it's telling me is it's serious not so much because the disease is strong, but because the people are weak. And I keep repeating that, but I think it's really important. Um, increased social anxiety due to loss of social connectivity and emotional security. That's that moon in fall on the cusp of the 11th house. And the moon is applying to conjoin, to connect with Mercury, the ruler of the 9th and 7th houses retrograde in Scorpio. Um, so, and also to oppose Uranus, one of the modern planets. So uh, maybe that's government advisors, because um, it's the Mercury's in the 11th house, which is the second from the 10th, so that would be the advisors to the government, uh, maybe misinformed or will change their minds. There's certainly a lot of instability of opinion, um, and there may be uh, trouble with um, higher education and financial trouble and whatever. So this is sort of incidental to the main question. And the sun in the 10th, that sun is bosses, the 10th house is government, sun in Libra is in its fall. I think it's sort of like fall of the prime minister or loss of authority of leaders or something sort of hidden, sort of behind the scenes, loss of face or power. Um, that may be linked, this sort of loss of authority of the leadership may be linked to an increase in deaths, uh, loss, of, loss of treasury funds and decline in public trust in the government. Um, but this is all from the same question. 
So how dangerous is COVID really? It's slightly off topic, but I thought it was interesting just to mine it for context. Um, and then Mars on the fourth, in the fourth, Mars is the planet associated with fever. It's retrograde. It's coming backwards to square Jupiter, the ascendant ruler. So as well as the sixth ruler, Venus, coming to trine Jupiter from Jupiter's detriment, we have Mars, the natural ruler of fevers, coming backwards to square Jupiter. It's showing very clearly at the time I asked this question that the numbers are going up uh, and that people are going to be getting a bit sicker again. Um, so increased fever, return of infections, increased COVID rates, more job losses and pay cuts for people. Why? Because Jupiter is in its fall in the second house of finances, increased hospitalizations, the end of the matter, because Mars rules the fourth house and the Aries on the cusp of the fourth, Mars rules Aries, fourth house symbolizes the end of the matter, is resurgence of fevers, numbers increasing, population afflicted, increased opposition to government action, also possibly possibly vaccination program to backfire. Why do I say that? Mars rules vaccines, injections, and also this chart had the 10th and the 6th houses linked, the house of, of uh, medicine and the house of sickness being linked. So it's just, it's, this is a horary chart. It's not, it's A, it's only astrology, and B, in astrology, it's sort of the lowest rung chart because it's the chart of a question an individual asks. However, I thought that was interesting. Um, so there may be some problems with the vaccination programs to come. Um, and then the last point to make is that Saturn is also has a lot of rulership over the 10th house of medicine. Um, and in this case, Saturn is very strong in the second house. It's in fact the strongest planet in the chart and it rules the second house of food and money. Uh, so it's indicating people are in debt and stuff because Saturn is a negative, not a positive. But being strong, it gives some benefits. So Saturn is indicating issues here with a, a sort of dietary lack. It's what people aren't eating more so maybe that's the problem. So essential factors supporting the bones and spleen. Um, and then Venus, the secondary issue being the issue of blood sugar, people eating too much sugary stuff, uh, maybe for some people gluten. Uh, it's a bit, of a, a bit of a stretch, but because Venus is in Virgo, Virgo symbolizes grains. Venus symbolizes cereals and grains. So for some people, gluten could be a risk factor. But I think we mainly look at the metabolic disease and all the things that go into form that from the diet um, and uh, poverty also being a thing. What that Saturn also suggests is that, that one of the main ways that people could strengthen themselves, because while Jupiter is weak in Capricorn, Saturn is strong in Capricorn. And Saturn, because Jupiter was in Capricorn at the time, Saturn is receiving Jupiter. That means Jupiter is a guest in Saturn's home. Saturn is obligated to look after Jupiter. So to improve people's health, you need to do Saturn things in the second. Saturn is what? Cutting things down, restricting things, discipline, limitation. So things like fasting, restricting things like saturated or trans fats, um, financial discipline, really boring stuff like that, restricting spending and taking dietary factors that support the bones, such as vitamin D. These are all, I think, important things that would be beneficial. Uh, so that was my little how dangerous is COVID really chart. The answer is quite dangerous but maybe more so because the people are susceptible rather than the disease itself at this time was in and of itself particularly dangerous. And the wrong-headed treatment programs may exacerbate the disease. So I hope this was interesting to, to you. Um, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a thumbs up, please like it, please share it. Um, and I'm sort of trying to cram these videos in whenever I can film. Uh, I'm not getting enough of them done because I'm busy at the moment and whatever. So um, I kind of made a, a, an executive decision whether to produce lots of videos and get lots of videos up, uh, but they'd be lower quality or to try to do some videos that I've at least researched and put together properly that are a bit longer, but that take a lot longer for me to assemble. Anyway, hopefully I'll see you in the next one.